and welcome back to episode four. The date today is January the 14th, which is Friday. And this will be the first, uh, I guess, supposedly, if you want to call it official episode, kind of more so how the normal episodes are going to go. Um, the first couple episodes were just kind of getting us started sort of thing. But my name is Nick, and with me here, as always, is... Your wife, Casey. My wife, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've decided we're going to go ahead and um, make this just kind of a weekly podcast sort of thing. We do have... Uh, Another episode coming out, uh, we're probably going to do normal episodes on Friday, and then we've got just kind of a like a mini-series, I guess you could say, that we're going to do on Tuesday, uh, but the rides and the attractions and stuff will be on Fridays, and then we're going to do either resorts um, or food, things along that kind of nature on Tuesdays, but um, these will continue to be episode one, two, three, four, five, and then those are going to be um, like 4.1, 4. You know, 5.2, that sort of thing, so that way... You can kind of keep track in case you're not interested in the hotels and the resorts, that sort of thing, or the food. You're just interested in the rides sort of thing. But, because I haven't even spoken to you about this yet, I've been doing some research. Our first ride today is going to be on Revenge of the Mummy at oh. Universal Orlando, because I know you mentioned that one. I did. So I did a little research on it, watched a few walkthroughs of it. Ooh. Unfortunately, I was not able to go and ride it. But, nonetheless, it seems like a very interesting ride. So you watched like uh, ride throughs. I watched a bunch of ride throughs. Can you it. see? I feel like it'd be dark. Yeah, it, you can see more than you expected, to be honest okay. with you. Um, so it actually has a very slow section at the front, and then you have a coaster section in the back. Oh. So it, it's pretty interesting. Have you ever seen The Mummy, uh, the movies from the 90s with Brendan Fraser in it? Nope. Okay. So you <laughs> may not get a whole lot of these references, nope. but for somebody who has seen those, um, there's a... it's kind of um like a sequel to the movie revenge of the mummy oh, um yeah. it has nothing to do with the one that tom cruise made a couple years back but these are strictly from like the i think they were in the 90s i'm pretty sure yeah with brennan fraser which i know you know who that is at least yeah i know the name yeah but um haven't seen the movies yeah well nothing. they're they're not as popular as they once were i think the rod is extremely popular though mm -hmm. um it's one the number one uh, indoor coaster ride for the past, I think it was seven years in a row. Oh. And so they actually retired it. Like, the, it can no longer win the indoor coaster ride because it had won it so many years in a row. It's too good. It's too good. They were like, we got to, no, can't do this. I'm surprised, like, Rock and Roller Coaster has never won it. It seems like a good mm. coaster, but this one has no inversions. Funny enough. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was strange. But, anywho, name of the ride. I've already said it. Revenge of the Mummy. The Rod. That is actually the name of it. Okay. Uh, ride time's only around three minutes, which is pretty common. It's about the same time that like Everest is or oh. um, Rock and Roller Coaster is only a minute. Uh, I think it's a minute and a half. So it's actually pretty quick too. But oh. originally opened on May 21st, 2004. So it's been there for a while now. Uh -huh. um, at this point, what that's... How many years was that? Math. Yeah, you, you got me at the wrong time. Uh, 2004 to 2022 is a, a date of some sort. So 24 to 2014 is 10. It is 18 years. Okay, that's almost there. 18 years. Yeah, so that ride has been there for quite a while, and it has had zero refurbishments until this year. 
Currently, the ride is actually closed for refurbishment, uh, but it will be reopening in the summer of 2022, which is this year. So it's just going to be closed from, I believe it was January 5th um, through just at some point during the summer, probably before mm -hmm. peak, if I had to take a guess, which typically starts at the first week of June. Yeah. Um, so it should be back open around then. I don't know if I actually ever mentioned where this ride actually is. It's in Universal mm -hmm. Studios, Hollywood, yes. um, and also Universal Studios, Florida. Right. And it's actually um, in Universal Thailand, I believe. Or Singapore, excuse me, Singapore. Oh. Um, the one in Singapore and the one in uh, Orlando are the exact same ride. However, the one in uh, Hollywood is a little bit different. So we're not going to be covering that one. We're just going to be covering the one in Florida, um, at least this time. Yeah. Uh, the ride, when they first put it in, cost $40 million to create this ride, which seems like a lot of money, but it's not when you <laughs> realize how much some of these theme park rides actually cost. Um, so it's actually a fairly cheap ride. And the one in Singapore, funny enough, which costs, which is the exact same ride, cost $20 million to make there and not $40 million. So I thought that was kind of strange on that one. Don't know exactly what happened there. Um, the ride, when it was put in in 2004, replaced the ride Kongfrontation, which was a ride based on the King Kong movies of the 1970s. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, but, but it's gone. But it's gone. Can't <laughs> ride that anymore. I do believe that Confrontation is still a ride at one Somewhere. of the parks. I just don't know which one it's a ride at. Well, dang. Um, interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, the ride is a launch coaster. Hits a maximum speed of 45 miles an hour in a matter of about two seconds. Ah, that's not too bad. Which is not too bad, <laughs> um, unless you don't like launch coasters, well, in which case you would not like this one. Nope. Has no inversions, like I said before, but does have an 80-degree bank turn and a 50-degree drop, which is a fairly steep drop. So, show me with your hand. What does that look like? So, you know what 90 degrees is, yeah, no, 90. right? 50 is about this. Okay. So it's not quite half, not but quite, uh, it's a little over. Up. Yeah, <laughs> it's not quite straight down sort of thing, but it's at least a pretty steady drop. And then obviously 80 degrees is yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty far. Yeah, that's um, a little, ooh. It, it kind of has a very similar, like, um, setup to, if you will, like a, uh, a Snow White's Scary Adventure mixed with like an Everest feel sort of thing. So you get that coaster aspect but you're also getting like a show in the process of it sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how that one at least is laid out from the way I've, I've been able to kind of put it together. I did put together just kind of a, a like a walkthrough of the rod basically. Oh. And so like, um, but basically like if you were to walk upon this rod and you say, I'm going to ride the mummy today, and this is basically just kind of what you would, be experiencing. So from the outside of the building, it looks like a museum. It looks like a um, seen it. Egyptian yeah. museum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the queue. And then you walk through, and as you're walking through, you see studio props, molds, drawings, stuff from Revenge of the Mummy. Right. Um, most of the stuff that's in there is um, replicas. However, there are some actual authentic things in there. Um, I was not able to find a list of anything like in particular, but just from what I've um heard through the cast members talk about it and stuff like that which i don't think they call them cast members they call them no. something else i just don't remember yeah. what they call them um but there are actual authentic things in in the queue mm -hmm. um when you 
walk down, you continue on through it. Um, you actually get to a section of, of it that would, I guess you could say, look similar to like a pyramid underneath it, basically. So there's columns with hieroglyphic. Hi, hi, oh my gosh, say the word. <laughs> Hieroglyphics. Thank you. <laughs> Hieroglyphics on it. Um, coffins with just really elaborate artwork. Um, I say coffins, but I mean um, tombs? tombs and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, you actually see like a replica of the pyramids and stuff like that. They're in glass casings and, and everything. But it's pretty interesting, to be honest with you. Um, you then board your vehicle because that was pretty much at the end. And then you step into a section and you pretty much just get on the vehicle. It, it's pretty quick. Uh, resembles a mine cart, uh. funny enough. So when you first go through, you actually begin in the first room you come into. Uh, and the mummy, which I'm, it's a very difficult name. It's Imhotep is the way I've, yeah, M Imhotep. It's a very strange name to say the least. I'm assuming that if you've seen the movie, you can pronounce it better mm -hmm. than I can. But okay. uh, it's been a long time since I've seen those movies. So I'm going to roll with this one. <laughs> I'm just going to refer to him as the mummy from now on, because that is the name of the rod. He comes out of the sarcophagus. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Uh, uh, in front of you. And a cast member who vanished earlier on you in the queue videos. Because as you're walking through, there are videos playing around you. But it's not one of those unless it's a really busy day. You're not going to be focusing on these. So that's kind of why I skipped over them more or less. Mm -hmm. um, but if you listen to the queue videos, you find out that there was this guy who was supposed to be getting Brendan Fraser coffee. And he kind of just disappeared. Oh. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird little thing there that if you had no idea about those videos, you would never pay attention to it whatsoever. But anyway, going back to the ride cast member who vanished earlier on the queue video tells you to find the lost symbol um, that is said to block the mummy's curse. Basically it's like an amulet of some sort, basically. Uh, you then move on into the next room, which is completely dark and the mummy appears again and tells you to serve him and you'll be rich. And then fire appears and lights up the room, showing you gold, jewels, and all around you. You actually also see his mummy minions, I guess you could say as well. Because um, after that, he tells you that if you don't serve him, he'll turn you into one of them, basically. Love it. <laughs> so he seems to be, um, you pretty much only have one choice there, in my opinion. And that's to just, just leave. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, no, I, I think I'll take you up next time, but thanks. Um <laughs> Uh, the clerk then moves on out of the room and you run. And, and by the way, this is a very slow portion of the ride. The max speed in this area is only like maybe like seven miles an hour. So it's very slow going through this. Um, but then you just run into a wall. Literally, there's a there's a, a wall in front of you and your cart just runs into it. And oh, no, what happens? But scarab beetles. And I know most people uh, know at least what those are. Um, they come pouring out of the wall no. and then boom, the, you fall backwards down into another room. No. So yeah, just in, and it's a pretty quick section. It's only about maybe like 15 seconds, but you fall backwards into another room. Um, and then, um, once you fall back down into the, another room, the track rotates a full 180 degrees and the mummy, uh, there's a, a screen that kind of follows you as your, as your cart track is actually turning. Um, there's a screen and you see the mummy on there um, kind of in front of you, basically telling you there's no escape. And then you see the mummy appear kind of in front of you, I'd say maybe about 10 feet in front of you. 
there's like this mist pouring down basically. And you see the mummy's face on you telling you that there's no escape. And then instantly you get launched to 40 miles an hour. Oh no. It's instantly you launch right underneath him. You do twists and turns and, and then it, that only lasts maybe about 30 seconds. It's very fast. Um, it's very quick. Like most of the ride is actually the beginning um, right, because of how slow it is and everything. Um, but you instantly get launched through that. And then the ride just ends. You come into a complete stop and a ride attendant who's above you um, behind some glass uh, appears. Thanks you for riding. But, oh no, uh -oh. the glass fogs over and the mummy appears oh. and sucks out the soul of the ride attendant. No. Yeah, I know, right? Breaks the glass and then the ceiling sets on fire. And it really does. It's actual fire, by the way. Oh, no. So that one's pretty interesting. He then tells you to prepare to draw, prepare to die. Oh. And then the cart drops. And I kid you not, by when I say drops, I mean drops 39 feet and goes down where you pass immediately underneath the symbol. And the mummy screams, no, just the same <laughs> way Darth Vader did in episode three at the very end of it. <laughs> as you pass under the symbol. Then just like that, a screen in front of you, as you're kind of coming up to the queue, you can kind of see... Um, there's there's two loading zones. You have one on the left, one on the right. And so as you're kind of coming up to them, there's a screen right in front of you. And you see Brendan Fraser pop onto it. Oh. And uh, he welcomes you back. And uh, he just kind of wishes he had a cup of coffee. Only he says it in a much more ruder tone than oh, that. Geez. He goes, today would have been a lot better if I had my coffee. All and, for that uh, coffee. I know, all for that coffee. Um, you then uh, see like a cape pass in front of Brendan Fraser, and you see the mummy's hand reach out and hand Brendan Fraser the coffee. Oh, great. Yeah. And then you hear the mummy's roar over top of Brendan's scream, and then the ride actually ends. And then uh, you get off. And then as you're walking out, you actually see a missing persons poster with the guy who warned you in the very first room um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, with his face on it. No. So, nope. sounds like Brendan Fraser died, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> Well, sketchy. Is it not? I thought it was very <laughs> sketchy. But yeah, you know, overall, what is your uh, what are your thoughts on the run? They they don't uh, really ease you into it, do they? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, more or less. I know that I was reading through a few of the books and stuff like that, and they were talking about like if you have younger children, maybe avoid this ride because it is mm. a little more on the intense, intense side, I guess you yeah, could say. Yeah. And it does have some. I wouldn't say scary moments in it, but well, more to the kids to the I, kids yeah. yeah i mean you know some somebody under the age of maybe like six or seven um i don't even know if unless they were very tall i don't think they'd even be able to ride this ride mostly but yeah. um it, it has some moments in it where like i remember watching it and i was kind of like whoa i was like okay that's interesting yeah um but yeah i mean it's not a incredibly thrilling ride, I guess you could say. Oh. Um, based on like if you were looking at if you were comparing it to other coasters such as like Rip Ride Rocket or Everest or Velocicoaster <laughs> or Hagrid sort of thing. Yeah, Things yeah. like that. It's not like the most incredibly um thrilling ride, but for a ride completely indoors, um, that's a roller coaster, there's really only one other one I can think about, and that's rock and roller coaster. Oh, and Space, Space Mountain. Mountain. I, I did forget about Space that. Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. So you know both of those also, um, indoor, this one being a launch coaster and then also you know, rock and roller coaster being a launch coaster as well. Um, after watching the videos and everything, it's definitely something I would definitely ride. Oh, me too. Um, yeah. 
from hearing you talk about yeah, it. I'm like, yeah, just from that, I mean, it's, it's very interesting to say the least. Um, I am curious about, they are, you know, they're doing a refurbishment this year. Um, but I just wonder with, you know, the, the movies coming out in two nineties, early two thousands, so to speak, like how much longer is this ride going to be there? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, there are so many movies coming out. There are so many IPs that they could go out and obtain, so to speak. And so how much um, time does this ride have left, so yeah. to speak? I mean, mm-hmm. it is popular, yeah. but as we know from most theme parks, popular rides does not mean it's always safe. Oh. Yeah. Oh. There are some rides out there, like, um, for instance, the original figment into imagination was closed down and we've got the figment that we all have now and most of us don't like it um and they've done they've redone it about four times to try and get it back to something that's tolerable and it's still not great um no no, i'm good (laughs) it's a good air conditioning but that's about it Mm -hmm. um you know you look at something like splash mountain which is i was thinking about that one Mm -hmm. possibly at this point getting a redo i it's still kind of up in the air at this point it sounds like um, you look at Pirates of the Caribbean with the Red Lady, yeah. you know, that changed and people were kind of just like, well, okay, yeah. thanks. Okay. Um, but there's a few other rides, um, but most of them are ones that people really didn't care about. They're low attendance rides sort of thing. So. Well, yeah, and it's like most people, like maybe my age or younger, <laughs> probably haven't seen the Revenge yeah. of the Mummy movies or anything like it. I just right. I don't. I, even, I don't know. I didn't know it was a movie. Really, I just thought, oh, Revenge of the Mummy. Mm-hmm. Cool. And and maybe that's more so what they're doing with it. I do think though, if they are going to do that sort of thing, they may need to change up like the Brendan Fraser aspect of it, sort of thing. So you could still keep the, you know, you're walking through the museum part, and you're, you know, you can see the hieroglyphics and stuff. That part makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they might could change up like the guy in the beginning was a person working on the movie set. And so instead of that, have a cast member, you know, dressed up saying like, oh no, watch out sort of thing. And then, <laughs> and, but then you'd be like, oh, okay. Like this is not movie related, so to speak. Cause, yeah. cause there's really the only mention of it is that dude at the very beginning and then Brenda Fraser right at the very end. Yeah. So really it's just like. It's just a mummy ride. It, it is just basically a mummy ride. Basically, yeah. it is revenge of the mummy. The ride is yeah, literally exactly. the name of the of the ride. So it's like um, not even the movie, honestly. Yeah, it's not even the movie. Basically, um, I mean, I think it is borderline, so to speak. But you wouldn't have to see it. To but know you it. wouldn't have to see it to know it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, overall. I'd, I'd probably let's, let's go let's go ride it let's go ride it right now um <laughs> but overall i'd probably rate the ride maybe a four out of five just from all the videos and stuff like that that i've watched yeah. it um i haven't really read any negative reviews on the ride okay. um there was one portion that said that they weren't expecting the the launch and so their head uh, hurt afterwards and well, so they wish people would put up a warning sign and i was like that's kind of the point of the yeah. launch is like you're Shock not supposed you. to expect the launch <laughs> it's all like a shocking thing um but that was pretty much the only negative review i read yeah um other than that i mean 
number one for seven years and then they retire it. I mean, I don't know many it's rides. Gotta be good. It's got to be good in that situation. Yeah. But I am a little worried about how how much longer does it have to be there. Also, I am curious about what kind of refurbishment they're necessarily doing. There, yeah. there was no information I could find. In fact, most of the um, refurbishment news didn't actually come out until like December. So it was like very quickly they were like, "Oh yeah, we're closing it for the next six months." That kind of seems like the whole Everest thing, but it, doesn't it? Yeah, like did they warn with that? No, there was. I mean, there was a little, like a bit, little bit, but I mean, it was probably it's maybe like, a month oh, or two, and yeah. then just all of a sudden they were like, "Oh, we're closing Everest for six months, so yeah. we gotta we gotta do some refurbishment." Like, geez. <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe we give you know the the fans who are planning our vacations out months and months in advance. Maybe you can give them just like a little heads up or something. Also, seems kind of a weird time to do it. I mean, I guess technically we're not in peak, so yeah, that like does make sense yeah. that, to do it now, so to speak. But I mean, it is the you know fiftieth anniversary going on at Disney right now. That's true. So this is something I may, in my opinion, should have been done before this or mm-hmm. after this. Like, why does it need to be done right now when more people are going to the parks than you know a normal year would yeah, be, so to speak? Yeah, true. Um, but I don't know, like, if anything's going on at Universal while they're doing... I don't think anything's going on. I mean, nothing I could find, at least. I know in February <laughs> they do Mardi Gras, um, yeah, and they do, they do a few things between here and there, um, a few events and, and things along that nature, but as far as, like, um, large events or anything like that, I couldn't really find anything. Okay, so. Well. So for Universal, it seems like their peak season is necessarily going to be October for, um, was it Hallow Fest? Uh, Scream Fest, is that it? Maybe. Something along those lines. <laughs> anyway, they do a big Halloween event um, and then at Christmas time as well. That's mm-hmm. their peak. Um, but during the rest of the year, it seems like it's pretty normal, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, summertime is pretty normal. But this year for Disney, just with it being the 50th, I felt like it's just going to be packed all the time yeah that's true mm-hmm. until the very end of the celebration until the very end of the celebration next year well any any questions about the rod or anything i might get answer for you i think i'm ready to go you it's, think you're ready uh, let's ride it okay all right well <laughs> we uh it might be a little bit but yeah, we'll, yeah. we will ride this ride at some point eventually. or another eventually we will ride this ride it just might be a little bit get hear my page turn there sorry about that <laughs> nice little uh ASMR. Yeah, nice little ASMR there going on. I uh, probably won't have that uh, anytime soon. <laughs> but, um, but I figured uh, that it pretty much wraps it up for us. Um, finishing a little early, like but eight minutes early, would you say? Wraps it up like Wraps the it up mummy. like the mummy, you know what I'm saying? Um, really hope you enjoyed our, our episode four uh, for Revenge of the Mummy the Rod. Hope it wasn't too scary. Hope, hopefully you were not scared. Um, I know a, I have a very scary voice when it comes down to, to reading out the, the no part. Oh, yeah, that was really getting me there. Right? I You know, I tried. I really did. Uh, we will have another ride uh, coming out next Friday, uh, which will be January the 21st, which is kind of nice. They're in sevens this month, 7, oh. 14, 21, 28. Um, <laughs> we will have another one coming out. It is going to be Peter Pan. Ooh. We're going to talk about the Peter Pan ride. That's a good one. The Florida version. Yeah. Yeah. California version actually is a little different. I found out. Not uh, a huge yeah. difference. 
Um, but there is a few interesting facts about it um, that I was able to at least dig up. Hey. So, And we also do have uh, just like a little special episode coming out on the 18th. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, a hotel at Disney called Bob Century. Ooh. Yeah. And just kind of going over just a little brief history of, uh, of Pop Century, a uh, few places you might find to eat there, and just kind of some interesting facts about the hotel in general. Your favorite things. My favorite facts things. Facts and history. Facts, history, <laughs> Disney, you name it. Yeah, that's it. So, but I do think it was interesting that we started off with uh, Universal. Yeah. You know, Disney is more of our favorite part, but, you know, I met, you mentioned that ride first, and, and so yeah. that kind of caught my idea of you know what well let's just do that ride first because yeah. i didn't know anything about it and yeah. and um no you really didn't either Mm-mm. so i've seen the outside of it and that's about it so it, where did you see the outside of it was it in so it was like at the bottom of the jurassic park or jurassic world whatever it is now in Hollywood, yeah. yeah, the Hollywood Universal. Um, it was down at the bottom, like right across from it, like the bottom of the drop. Because the, the Hollywood one is like tiered, so to speak. Like you have to take... Yeah, you got to take all these escalators like to get down to where Revenge of the Mummy and the Jurassic Ride is. And it's, it's kind of crazy. You're like going into a whole different like side of it hmm. now did, did it look like a museum as well this yeah the, the same outside sort of... definitely it gave the like vibes with the hieroglyphics and mm. museum look and it looked very creepy when i saw it because <laughs> <laughs> does don't you see like his eyes or something yeah from what i can tell you yeah. see that on the it's on like the you just see ride. his eyes like in darkness i'm like oh i don't want to <laughs> do that <laughs> <laughs> you should have. I was scared enough of the Jurassic one, okay? Yeah, that's a fun story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that just pretty much wraps it up for us here tonight and uh, or today, whatever time you're listening to this. Yeah. But uh, we hope you have a very magical day. Ooh, magical day. It's a magical day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a good one, and we will see you next time. Or take a listen to any of our previous podcasts or anyone that we may have coming out in the future. Stay tuned. Have a good one. Bye.